Welcome to Voices of Experience, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, technology strategist and futurist, Crystal Washington. With so much misinformation and politicized viewpoints circulating, it can be difficult for speakers to know how we should best move forward while protecting ourselves, our families, and our clients in the age of COVID-19. This episode, a physician's point of view on speaking in COVID-19, is going to give you the answers you need to make informed decisions. Are you ready? Let's get started. On this segment of Voices of Experience, we have Dr. Romy Mushtaq, who's here with us because she is a physician with her own company, and she speaks on mental health. And so who better to update all of our NSA speakers and our non-member speakers on what we should know about COVID-19 and the current environment in terms of keeping safe. So Dr. Romy, thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, Crystal. And you know, normally this is where your guests say, thank you. I'm so honored to be on NSA's podcast, but let's have a Romy real talk moment. I was a little nervous to join you today and I'm a professional speaker and media expert, but Mm. wow, talking about COVID-19 is so divisive. And then as I'm a triple board certified physician, but also as a woman and woman of color, whenever I'm on television or radio now talking about it, the pushback that we get. So we're going to start this podcast for all the listeners from a place of grace together, that I am here as a doctor presenting the medical facts. No matter what side of the argument you're on, you're likely going to hear something that you're not happy about, but it's my job As a scientist, I read the medical data, scientific data every morning to present what is current today on the day of recording. Well, Dr. Romy, I appreciate your openness because I know, like you said, this is a a very divisive topic for whatever reason. But, you know, you're a guest of VOE, you're here serving our members. And so I know everyone that's listening is appreciative of your time, which is even more valuable right now, because the time you're giving us is no doubt time you could be paid speaking to clients. So thank you for your giving. So let's start off with this. Can you just give us some basic COVID-19 updates that we should be aware of? We should be. So today is July 9th. It's very important to know by the time this podcast is released, the news is going to continue to change and all the data is pointing that it's going to get worse. Today in the United States, we have over 3.1 million diagnosed cases of COVID-19 and the really tragic over 135,000 deaths. I live in Florida. You're sitting in Texas right now. Two of the four hotspots where ICUs are full. Um, I am no longer practicing. I'm still a licensed boarded physician, but I have family members at the front lines and I read the updates that come in our medical literature every day. And here are the few new things that we know about COVID-19. So the hydroxychloroquine that people are getting prescriptions from their doctors thinking, oh, I'll take it and I'll be safe and go on Mm -hmm. vacation, really was never thought to have worked properly. And it was just getting pushed without adequate clinical studies because, you know, we've only had this disease on planet earth that we know of for six to seven months now, and that isn't working. So we are sure of that. And medical journals have retracted any study promoting its use. We know that hospitalizations can be reduced in length of stay by two drugs, dexamethasone, which is a powerful steroid and remdesivir, but it doesn't cure the disease. There's a race for a vaccine. No doctor has yet to actually see the data. So I can't tell you, are they right that it's coming at Christmas? We're still waiting to see scientific data. But here 
here's probably one of the most concerning things that really made me take pause as a doctor. Mm -hmm. We now know that the scientific community globally is pressuring the World Health Organization to talk about something known as aerosols. Now, Crystal, when you think of aerosol, I think of the hairspray I used to use in the 1980s, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay. Yes. That Aquanet and that stuff. I still miss it with my Florida freezing hair. With the fan wave. We had the fan wave bang. Yes. On all sides, right? (laughs) And that, but unfortunately, the COVID aerosol is a lot more toxic. It's a micro particle. And so Mm -hmm. if I had asymptomatic COVID-19 or symptomatic, and I'm standing here talking without a mask, Mm -hmm. the particles are going to go out in the air and remain in the air. And it's even worse when you're in a closed off area with poor ventilation, like an airplane, a hotel, a restaurant. I think you see where I'm going with this. So if somebody else walks by without a mask and starts to inhale, This is why we are seeing in the United States, Brazil, and other countries rapid rates of infection. And this is something important to know. So, Dr. Roma, you touched on something interesting because you were talking about these aerosols and being in enclosed areas. And I'm sure you're like I am. We've seen all of our peers Mm -hmm. and we're all just trying to do the very best we can, trying to figure out Mm -hmm. how to serve our clients, how to make a living you know, yeah. but how to take care of our families. And I know some speakers right now are traveling for, you know, client meetings and small events. What are your thoughts as a physician? You know, first, I want to start to say, I know we're not living in a bubble of a pandemic. There isn't a family or an industry that hasn't negatively been impacted by COVID-19. My own business, I had to let team members go, like every other speaker, you know, losing an entire book of business, big consulting deals. So please know I come from that place of empathy and sympathy. Mm -hmm. But here's the other thing I need to tell you. I would hope you would take a pause and really think twice before you get on an airplane, before you drive and go to a hotel room. Because once you do this, you're known automatically in the medical community as a super spreader. A super spreader is someone that has not been practicing social distancing, that has likely had contact with more than immediate family or immediate coworkers. And so you're now also traveling not only seeing large groups of people, but in different spaces. So you now are spreading at a very rapid rate, the COVID-19. So really think for yourself, do you have good health yourself? Mm -hmm. Is anybody in your life with a a compromised immune system? Um, It's not just elderly people like we initially were reporting in the news three to four months ago. We know right now the ICUs are filled and the average age is people in their 30s and 40s state by state. So I want you to really think hard before you do that. And then I hope that will empower you and and Crystal and I can talk about that together in a second of what conversations to have with meeting planners. But if you have to travel, let's talk about some very strict protocols, Crystal, that I would ask you to put into place. And let's both talk about the diplomatic speak we give to the meeting planners and clients. Well, let's get into that right now, because let's say that there are speakers that Mm -hmm. maybe they have to go this route for whatever reason. I get it. Yeah. 
So, so what would your advice be when it comes to getting on those planes and hotels at the physical events? What conversation should we be having with our clients? Help, help us make the best. Okay, so let, let's start about travel is you okay. want to choose a method of traveling that you're going to be touching the least amount of surfaces and people. So if you can get in a car and drive six to eight hours and just stop once to fill up the gas tank, that's mm-hmm. likely more safe for you than getting on an airplane. If you don't have a choice and are getting on the airplane, my advice is choose one of the airlines that's actually sticking to the policy of not filling middle seats and keeping a plane full. It means you have less likelihood of being on a full plane. The more people that are on the plane, the more likely it is that there's COVID. COVID-19 cases, asymptomatic or symptomatic. And please wear a mask. This is not political. When you look at the medical data crystal of countries that are more dense in population in cities than anywhere in the United States and why they went through a quick lockdown and are able to open and their economy is coming back. It's because everybody was adhering to wearing masks. So what we know in the latest data, not only is a mask, if I wear a mask, Crystal, and I were to meet you in person, we originally thought, well, that prevents me from spreading it to you. But now with this knowledge of droplets and aerosols, we know if I'm wearing a mask, I'm also protecting myself. Mm. Okay. So now think about when you're wearing a mask, everyone you come into contact with now, when you get to the hotels, I know I consult for hospitality as a chief wellness officer for a company that used to have over 7,000 employees. We know in hotels, most of the chains are mandating their employees and are wearing masks. But the problem I've had, and including in a conversation with, I had with the conference that's still going on and I, I declined to go was the guests may not be forced to practice social distancing or wear masks. The hotel may set out a ballroom where the seats are socially distanced, but you can't control if the attendees are all going to gather together and what that's going to be for you. So remember, if you're wearing a mask and other people aren't, you're going to have to take that mask off to speak as a speaker. And so just be very careful with that. Okay. Okay. Now you've given us some great safety measures. Mm-hmm. What about these conversations we need to have with our clients? Yeah. I always start to say this is given the rate of increased infection in, you know, the t- today we're recording, it's 37 out of the 50 states in the United States. They're seeing an increase in number of infections. What measures are you putting in place to make sure social distancing is going to be happening and let them talk? And what are you doing to protect your guests and including your vendors like a speaker? Mm-hmm. And then the AV team is making sure that they're masked and any AV equipment you have, you brought yourself, you're taking a microphone is being wiped down with, uh, you know, disc, like a Lysol wipe or something, right? And that it's not just being passed one hand on to another, but, you know, you should have your own criteria. However, ask them first what they're doing because some meeting planners, when they hear that you are educated and worried, you're now also opening up a conversation, Crystal. Don't you think to say, you know, could we make my presentation virtual? Mm-hmm. Here are the options I have at NSA. You all are experts with the lighting. I've been loving hearing your podcast and how, how to create an effective virtual experience. I hope that would open up the door. Mm. So it's giving us the opportunity to not only show our clients that we're educated, but it, it also gives us the opportunity to make them think again about their choice of virtual. Yeah. Okay. 
It is. And and while I respect that some of our mem- your members have to travel, I, I get that. You know, my experience being hired as a speaker and consultant, largely in Fortune 500 companies and larger global associations is meetings are canceled effectively through the end of 2020 is from all the corporate policies I've been given. And we're all working together for creative virtual solutions. So know when you're making this request of your meeting planner mm-hmm. that this isn't just the Apple or Facebooks of the world, this is largely Fortune 500 policy. Right. Right. That's true. I mean, and that's been my experience too, though. I'll be honest with you. I have had clients try to get me to come to stuff in person, like Mm -hmm. now time. And I've said, you know, "Mm." well, they love you and they want to see you and they know your energy is going to make everybody feel better. But here's the other thing, Crystal, is I had a client this week that was trying to get me to travel here in Florida. They were expecting 250 attendees. Mm -hmm. And when I asked that question, well, the rates of infection are going up here in Florida. Uh, what are you in the hotel doing to guarantee social distancing and safety? And, and they came out and said, well, doctor, we have to be honest with you. You're a physician. Mm-hmm. The hotel staff are all wearing masks, but the hotel told us when guests come, they're not practicing social distancing at all. Mm-hmm. And they could see my worry. And I said, well, would you be open to me presenting virtually? And we were able to then change my contract to a future date through 2021. Okay, And that opened up that conversation like we're talking about and why this association was the only group that did not cancel for this hotel in Florida was because they didn't want to lose the money. Mm-hmm. And so I want to empower you as a speaker. I know financial times are tough for all of us, but you're not responsible because a company or an association doesn't want to lose money on a booking that they already had for a hotel or a banquet hall or a convention center. That's not your responsibility. That's powerful. And I think some of us have run into that. So mm-hmm. with that having been said, let's, let's take a, a little switch because you've helped us with the physical aspects of COVID-19. But mm-hmm. I know that your, your specialty is when it comes to the brain, right? And I know yeah. that COVID-19 and what I'm terming right now, Human Rights 2020, because we have to name it something, right? Okay, I like that. Human Rights 2020. I'm going to use that as well. Thank you, yeah. Crystal. Yeah, it's, it's taking a huge toll on many people's mental health, both of them are, right? I mean, it's like literally the foundation of how we understood the world has changed twice in just a few months. So do you have any suggestions for us regarding taking care of ourselves and our loved ones during this time? It is, you know, it's a conversation I'm having with all my clients. So my personal mission is how am I changing the brain and mental health uh, in corporate America? And so I bring my acumen together. If people want to know my background is neurology, brain science, integrative medicine, and mindfulness. So it's bringing both the Eastern and the Western medicine together. So for some of you all that love holistic medicine, your eye rolling going crisp brought an MD on. Uh, Just know I love everybody in all modalities of healing, but here's the key thing I'm going to say is check yourself. If you find yourself getting on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook and arguing with someone with a different point of view or some family member is trying to get under your skin, it's, it's a moment to check yourself and understand likely one thing has happened that we have not processed our own grief crystal. Mm. And grief isn't just a checklist that most of us entrepreneurs can just check off, like uh, building a new website, okay, or, or doing slides for a new keynote address. Processing grief is going to take time. And the sooner that we recognize that when we get angry or we're in denial saying, hey, COVID-19 is a hoax, I'm not going to wear a mask, I'm going to go travel and speak. That's denial, okay? okay? Um, the longer you stay there, 
the more challenging it's going to be. And I know that NSA is full of entrepreneurs and strong leaders and a lot of women like yourself. And it is time for the entrepreneurs of the world to rise and help fix these broken systems in human rights, in healthcare and education and all the industries that we all serve as speakers. And so my sincere message is start by recognizing that the negative symptoms you're having aren't just about reciting a mantra. It's about doing the work and processing grief. And the reason I say that is even as a brain doctor myself, I didn't process my grief myself. My job is to help other people and the lead and their employees that I've been doing virtual work with. So I turn to somebody else that I trust as healers to help me with my grief. And would you like to know one thing that I did, Crystal, that I think would be helpful for some people? Um, I have a walk-in closet and this sounds so silly, but I have my wonderful Toomey roller board in there with the Delta Diamond Medallion luggage tag. Right. And every time I saw that luggage tag, I would get anxious or cranky. And I realized what was happening, that on a superficial level, I was so excited when I hit Diamond because I was like, oh, I've made it in business. I'm traveling you know, hundreds of thousands of miles a year speaking and consulting. But really what that was a reminder of, oh, this week I was supposed to be traveling to these cities mm-hmm. and that's top line revenue that's gone or that's delayed until next year. And um, I had to let team members go. And you know, all that unprocessed grief came up. And so what I did was I took all my suits and beautiful dresses I had uh, gotten for speaking and put them away. I had a funeral for my speaking wardrobe and I took off the luggage tag and I just put it all away into a place where I wouldn't regularly see as I'm doing that. And so there are visual signals that you and I are looking at every day that remind us that our lives are not the same in business or personally process that grief. That is powerful because I put my Toomey away for the same reason. I had my section of my office where my stuff was always packed. And I literally said, you know what? Every time I saw it, it made me sad. So I would put, I put exactly. Yeah. And so I call it the luggage tag moments. It, a luggage tag is really a, a negative psychological trigger, right? And with unprocessed grief, you can have negative emotions erupt, depression, anxiety, anger, denial, all of that. And so instead, it's recognized when something is a psychological negative trigger. Now, that's a loaded word to say in process. So I call it the luggage tag moments, okay. that all of us are having luggage tag moments. So please y'all like don't get on social media and like say toxic things and do things like even I have to control myself going oh I had a luggage tag moment and somebody is triggering me rise above it like we are entrepreneurs at heart it's our job to rise above it with our consciousness I love this and I mean I think that by you challenging us to rise above it and really recognize it sounds like you're saying Uh for us to observe ourselves for a moment yes we can seek out help I mean I know for me I still see my therapist now through telemedicine every month. So we're not meeting in person, but still continue that on because it helps me process. So I love Crystal. And thank you for that honesty because there's two women and women of color talking about this. So, you know what I do, I work with C-suite level executives, professional athletes. I can't serve who I serve. If I didn't have an entire team, I have two different therapists for my personal and my business life. Mm -hmm. I have a business coach. I mean, there is a team energy medicine healer, you name it. And I know when something is going on, who to call, like have your team in place and take this time to heal. Oh, that was so powerful. Last question. Mm -hmm. Many of us right now as speakers, we've, we've had to pivot. Right. And so we're taking part in these. I hate that word pivot, by the way. Don't you? I know, but I don't know. I'm calling it shift. 
Okay. Well, can you shift? Okay. So many yes. of the speakers we've had to shift and now we're doing these virtual experiences. Is there anything you'd suggest that we keep in mind regarding our attendees mental health? Yeah, Is there anything absolutely. we should do to help them during our sessions? You know, as speakers, so many of us are natural born helpers Mm -hmm. And we feel like we're being hired to give them advice and tell them what to do and make sure by your physical gestures and your face mm -hmm. and your posture and your clothing that you're not coming across as condescending. And here's an example. When this pandemic first broke out, by this time, we're a medical family. I have doctors and family members in Florida, Arizona, Michigan, as I mentioned at the front lines. Mm -hmm. I knew it was bad and it still hadn't even hit the speaking world. I was in the NSA page and people said they were still traveling. And I'm like, wow, my family members are saying the ICUs are already full, right? So mm -hmm. I was watching that happen. And I could see when people were giving that advice, like go on with business as usual, or you're in a pandemic. It's a great time to learn a foreign language. We're doing things that's, as you're saying, ignoring mental health. And so when someone tells you what they're grieving, Okay. Or what they're processing in your chat room or in your poll or live. Mm -hmm. Listen, repeat it back, such as, yeah, Crystal, thank you for sharing with me that you, you also had a too many luggage moment. And I'm sorry about that. So acknowledge it and say you're sorry. I'm not trying to fix it and tell you what to do with your negative psychological, emotional trigger. Now, look, I'm a licensed doctor. I've been trained in mindfulness-based cognitive therapy and what to do, mm -hmm. but you know, we're not there to fix it. If someone's going to hire me one-on-one -on -one to work with them in therapy, if I was still seeing therapy clients, I no longer am, I would have helped them. But so remember, don't go into Mr. or Mrs. Fix-It mode. Okay. Be present with them. Be present because people are complaining to you about whether it's their sales numbers, their lack of productivity, their well-being, whatever you speak on, you're here to offer solutions, but the most thing our attendees need is to be present. And here's one thing I would love to run by you, and I think it would be a great conversation point. I'm really mindful of the speakers that are standing and moving around mm -hmm. on their presentations. Now, there are people that are standing at a standing desk, but their movements stay within the square. Right. And so you really don't know if they're standing or sitting with good posture. But when you're standing and moving around, it's an assault of energy to the viewer that's sitting at home. And now imagine if someone's animated and energized and walking all around, and I'm sitting at home now alone in my pajamas, it's an assault of energy. It's an energy mismatch. No matter how important your message is, my subconscious mind is not going to register it. So you're not talking to an entire global company. Like I, I'm on webinars with over a thousand people. I just think of that one attendee who's having the worst day of their life and they're on this because there's attendance and their supervisor is checking to make sure they're there. Yeah. I channel the person that is in the worst mental state and I emote that compassion for them. Okay. That is powerful. And I, the great thing about NSA is we have all these different perspectives, but you're giving yeah. us the perspective of someone from a medical background that understands cognitive science. So thank you for sharing yeah. that. And really, can I just take a moment to just thank you? You talked about being present. Thank you for being present with us. 
Oh, it's an honor. Thank you for making it easy for me. As I told you, I was a little nervous. And just remember, I'm holding the entire NSA community up. I love the Power Women NSA group. I want us all to stay healthy. I want to offer condolences because I know many members have lost loved ones to COVID-19. So please, these are my prayers and our compassion with you and that we hold up our entire industry as we shift. Virtual events. Did you know that Influence NSA's annual conference has gone virtual? Now you can get the information you need to sustain and even grow your speaking business right now on demand. Whether you're a member or non-member, you'll be able to enjoy Influence at the lowest investment amount it will ever be. For more information, visit nsaspeaker.org and click on the events tab. Thank you for tuning into Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. Catch us on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, and NSA's social media profiles. I'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.